Welcome back to Encouragement from Kristen's Backyard. Today, I am indoors. I am not outside. I am still struggling with my voice. Um, This is going to be kind of a different episode. Um, Hurricane Zeta blew through last weekend. And it, which... At the time I'm recording this podcast last weekend was like maybe four days, four or five days ago. And um, it knocked down, it uprooted a large white oak tree. One of our large white oak trees. And it literally um, landed on our chicken coop bust through the chicken coop it destroyed our barn and thankfully god is so faithful all of our chickens did survive it was a miracle because i don't see how they could have survived this tree it literally smashed everything Um, but they survived and so uh because of that though the next day when these storms you know go through it usually brings in a cold front so i had to go out and i had to rebuild quickly something for them to um, live in and i was out for several days working in the cold and so the last few days i've been very exhausted i've been very achy Um, from having to lift and pick up things and cut things out and um, we a guy came and cut um, what was left of the chicken coop out but I've been cutting other things with the saw and trying to put things back together and rebuilding and rebuilding the garden area and when I get to working I just work And I don't really pay attention to how my body is feeling. And so it caught up with me. So I'm having some warm tea and I'm sitting in front of the heater and which is like a fireplace for us um, because we don't have a built in fireplace. So we have a big heater that's a fireplace and um yeah this is what my day is like so i am going to do the podcast indoors um you might hear my dog barking you might hear some other sounds but for the most part do the best i can to make it as quiet as possible so that you can hear me there are um there are workers outside you know uh working a neighbor is having her roof redone and so you might hear some other things but for the most part You should be able to hear me okay. Um, But for the lack of my voice, I am going to break this podcast up into segments. So the first segment we're going to talk about is this tree. And the tree that I'm going to talk about today is the oak tree. It's a white oak tree. It Normally I talk about animals, but um, given the circumstances, hey, why not talk about trees? And uh, one of the reasons I moved to Georgia is because of my love for the trees here. But I can tell you that here lately, the trees have been a pain in the behind and it has been the white oak tree. Um, I had to do some investigating on this tree because I don't know a whole lot about trees. I'm not really one that can look at trees 
unless it's my favorite trees, which is the magnolia tree and the mimosa tree. I don't really know what tree it is unless it bears fruit. But I did find out that this tree is the white oak tree. And so I'm going to read a little bit about this white oak tree. So just bear with me here. I'm going to read from sciencing.com. Sciencing, science with I-N-G on the end, okay? Sciencing.com. So these are facts about the white oak tree. The white oak tree is a long-lived tree used for shade in landscapes and is one of the most important timber species in the United States. Shipbuilders in colonial times valued the wood as well. Today, white oak goes into products such as flooring, furniture, and beams. The white oak tree ranges include the eastern United States, which is where we are. The tree is vital to the animals that exist where it grows. Now this tree can grow up to 150 feet tall, while most grow between 80 and 100 feet. The trunk's diameter can exceed four feet and the tree takes on a broad round look when mature. Now, if you go on this website, you can actually see pictures of the leaves. And what I uh, learned in doing this investigation is that you can tell a tree uh, what kind of tree a tree is by its leaves. And if you look online in your state when you're trying to identify trees, it will usually have a chart that will tell you, okay, if it's the leaf that looks like this, then it's this type of tree and so forth and so forth. So oak trees produce fruit and it is acorns. And these acorns are eaten by turkeys, wild turkeys, jackals, woodpeckers, jays, rabbits, and I'm going to say squirrels because I see them all the time <laughs> eating these uh, nuts. Then you have black bears and deer, which we have a lot of deer that come and, and eat off these trees. So we see the majority of all of these animals that are listed in this website. Something else that's interesting about the white oak tree and all oak trees for that matter is it has galls. Now, my intention was to actually look up the pronunciation of this word, but I believe it's gals because it's, it's pronounced like, it's uh, spelled like 
ball, but it's with a G. So gals, G-A-L-L-S. <clears throat> so these things, when I first moved here, um, I had never seen anything like this. And I thought that they were like raw potatoes, uh, literally potatoes. They look like yellow potatoes, like small yellow potatoes that would grow on the tree and it would fall off. And it's always, always rotten. And, um, but I was like, I think potatoes is a potato tree. It's a potato plant, but not a tree. But all of this time, I thought that it was some, just some type of uh, potato. But in doing my investigation, investigating, I found out that that's not what it is. So I'm going to read to you from... Let's see, this is Iowa State University. This is hortnews.extension.iastate.edu, which is Iowa State. I guess that's their, um, they put IA, so I don't know, but that's the website. So it's a long website. It's kind of just Google Gauls. Um, in Iowa, uh, Iowa State University. It's their school that do, did this um, experiment or whatnot, or they did some investigating on what these things are. And so, galls are abnormal growths or swelling on plant tissue often caused by the attack of an insect. Galls on oaks are most often caused by small wasp Insects that can cause galls to form are known as gall makers. Galls grow to surround the tiny insects that form them and provide them with protection from weather, predators, and parasites. The gall also provides a source of food for the insect. The insect develops and grows inside the gall during the summer and emerges as an adult either in the summer or the following spring. Most insect galls do not seriously affect the health of well-established trees. Occasionally, a healthy gall infestation causes severe leaf and stem deformalities and early leaf drop. Now, <laughs> with that said, I have always thought that this particular oak tree was a diseased tree. The leaves seem to fall all year round. And if indeed there is an infestation and it causes early leaf drop, my theory could possibly be correct. It says that galls located on twigs and branches of trees can detach from the overall appearance of the tree. Um, rarely lead, this rarely leads the tree to die, uh, but I guess I'm assuming it can cause the tree's death if there's an infestation of these. And this is like all over the leaves. I've seen some pictures where it's like really, really bad. 
I have seen also these uh, infestations on the leaves of the tree. So I also know that uh, probably one of the reasons why the tree uprooted out of the ground besides the, the winds and possible funnel cloud or tornado that could have hit the area is that the soil was so moist around the tree that it was too heavy for its 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 roots it was just too heavy so this leads me to believe that is many of the galls that would fall daily on the ground the fact that i thought that they were potatoes um The leaves being the way that they were, the tree falling down, and we've had several people that would come over and say something about the trees too that would say, oh, these, you probably need to cut these trees down. And so um, we have had different limbs cut off the trees. We have four of these trees, now three. Um, they're so gigantic. And it is the hardest tree to cut. We've had several people come to look at the trees that wanted to just charge us so much money to cut these trees down. But several people didn't even want to fool with the tree. Um, so we've had quite the experience with these trees. So um, this tree that fell down, we did not expect it to happen this way but we are happy that the tree is gone um, the tree really was serving no purpose other than shade but we have plenty other trees that can provide shade this tree was just a tree that really was no good being alive and the acorns that fell down from the tree I would not say the acorns were bad because the squirrels, <laughs> I have so many gray squirrels that I never even saw the acorns on the, I mean, I would see the acorns on the ground, but they were always, you know, either already gone or, you know, like eaten and stuff. So the squirrels have had a field day with them, but this tree reminds me of just an altogether unhealthy tree. Given all of the circumstances of me watching the tree since we moved in, um, it had a ton of dead limbs on it. Um, a ton. We've had, again, limbs cut off the tree. Uh, when we were first getting ready to move in the house, we wouldn't even move in until the previous owner cut this one particular limb that if it had fallen, it would have just completely destroyed the house and so issue after issue after issue um with this tree but this tree does remind me of a principle I should say more so than a story in the bible and um after this message I'm going to come back 
and I'm going to talk about that principle. I'm going to be reading from Matthew chapter 7, verse 15 through 20. And I'm going to read from the English Standard Version. And this segment is actually called A Tree and Its Fruit. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravish wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes? So are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. There are so many scriptures in the Bible regarding trees and the fruit that they bear. And it is a perfect analogy to apply to our life. The Bible says, and I just read it, that if a tree does not bear good fruit, it is cut down and thrown into the fire. And that is exactly what will happen to this tree. If it had not been cut down completely, it was uprooted out of the ground. But as we have someone coming over to cut it for a process of several days, because the tree is so huge that it just is too much to do in one day, the wood or the, the tree limbs that have been cut will be used for firewood. It will literally be thrown into the fire. You know a tree by the fruit it bears. I now know that the tree does not bear potatoes. And I do know that it bears acorns. And I have found that all oak tree bears acorns which is a reliable source of food for many animals, including gray squirrels. But when a tree becomes diseased, the fruit is no longer good and it will no longer bear good fruit. I have a lemon tree and I have a pear tree. Now, they have not started bearing fruit yet because they're very young. But if my lemon tree was producing beautiful lemons year after year, and all of a sudden those lemons were no longer good, 
that they were growing and they were not yellow. Maybe they're orange or brown. Noting that they are beginning to rot. Then that tree is diseased. It is no longer producing good fruit. And the key here is that just because a tree bears fruit doesn't mean it's good fruit. So there is a possibility that a tree can bear bad fruit that is not good to eat. And so the Lord applies this to our life. People will know what kind of tree we are by the type of fruit we bear. How many Christians do you know bear the fruit of Christ? Well, they go to church. They sing in the choir. They show up for Wednesday night teaching. But they cuss. They go off on people. Show no love towards people. You know what kind of tree they are by the fruit that they bear. Posing as a wolf in sheep's clothing. I went to church a while back. And my husband and I, we literally left church and we went to Home Depot. Church was over, but we went to Home Depot right after church. And while we was at Home Depot, one of my uh, church members uh, pulled up and parked right across from us. And they didn't see us. And we were actually getting back in the car and driving off. And um, I blew the horn. I blew the horn at the lady and to wave at her. And she heard the horn and she turned around and this look of anger <laughs> was on her face and I could tell she was getting ready to go off and when she realized it was me she said girl I was about to let you have it and I said oh okay (laughs) oh that's interesting that that was your first response and I know that you know anytime somebody blows a horn at you instant. I mean that can just trigger something in you instantly but it just reminded me of our fruit that shouldn't always be our first response when somebody blows at us I mean you're outside she wasn't in the car she was outside the car I'm driving by to blow my horn at her okay should that be your first response to be ready to go off ready you ready to go off our fruit and it's no judgment toward her I don't know her heart but I'm just using that as an example people will know who we are by our fruit if we do not bear the fruit of God we will be uprooted or cut down And we will be thrown in the fire. 
Now, when we're thrown in the fire, that don't mean that you're going to hell. But what that means is when you go through the fire, you will be going through trials and tribulations, things that test our fruit to see if it's good. Things that test us to see what we are made of. Will we come out as pure gold or will we come out burnt up? When we go to heaven, God will test our fruit. Will our fruit burn up or will it reveal what's really there? Think about diamonds. When they are put through the fire, they shine brighter. You see the diamonds for what they really are. What kind of tree are you? Are you bearing fruit? Or are you a diseased tree that is bearing infested galls? Is it galls all over your tree? That oak tree in the backyard was covered in galls. So many galls would fall on the ground every day. And they would be rotten gray and black and full of holes where the bugs have dug themselves out and eaten themselves out of there eaten out of there well is that what your life is it's just infested you're dealing with an infestation we are all trees and we should be bearing fruit We should be bearing good fruit, not bad fruit. When people look at us, they should know that we are Christians by our love. It doesn't mean that we won't make mistakes because we're human. We're people. Of course we will. We will have our good days and we will have our bad days. But we should have more good days than bad days because we have good fruit. You can have a good fruit or a good tree that bears good fruit and every now and then you get a bad fruit. That happens. You have a true a, a, a tree constantly bearing wonderful apples, beautiful, juicy, red apples. And then every now and then you're going to get an apple with a worm in it. Because bugs are always going to come and try to nip in, away at your fruit but are you going to allow them to infest okay if I see that I'm not going to allow an infestation I'm going to go in there and I'm going to clean up I'm going to pick that apple out I'm going to keep an eye on it I might even treat the tree you don't allow all of the, the bad fruit to just be overwhelmed You don't just, it's just like if you wash clothes and they're clean, but you put something dirty on top of the basket of clean clothes, it's going to affect the whole basket. All of the clothes are going to be dirty. It's interesting that it's not vice versa. It's not the other way around. If you're hanging out with the wrong crew, you're not going to have an effect on them like that. They're going to have an effect on you. That one bad apple spoil the whole vine. Good fruit. 
we are to be bearers of good fruit. Otherwise, we will be uprooted, we will be cut down, and we will be thrown in the fire. There are so many uprooted Christians today. We're not grounded. Our roots are weak. It's too much water around us. We got an infestation of galls on there. And we just fall over. We just fall over. When the wind hits, the storm comes. The storm comes. The storm of life comes. It blows us down. It knocks us down. The end. Because we had an infestation. We were not right. So the storm came. Now we're down. Now we're going to be cut up. I'm going to be thrown in the fire. But this fire is the fire of destruction. Because this fire means that there's nothing good left. We're going to burn it up. Where are your roots grounded? Who are your roots grounded in? What kind of fruit do you have? That is all that I am able to do today because of my voice. But I want to encourage you to stay rooted in God's word. Stay rooted in God's word so that you are bearing good fruit so that you are not cut off so that you are not cut down so that you don't tip over and fall when the storm comes and so that you are not infected with galls and an infestation of insects and parasites that you are grounded in the word you are grounded in the word and you are bearing good fruit thank you so much for listening today to encouragement from Kristen's backyard hi this is Kristen and thank you again for listening to encouragement from Kristen's backyard I want to offer you an invitation today an invitation to Christ for John 3:16 states that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. If that is you today and you want to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, all you have to do is confess your sins to him and then say, "Jesus, come into my heart." I accept you as my personal Lord and Savior, and there you are saved. Please subscribe to my channel so that you can receive all of my future podcasts, and then go on over to YouTube and look up Encouragement from Kristen's Homestead, and you can follow me there as well. And as an addition, I am also on Instagram at Encouragement from Kristen. Thank you again for listening and God bless.